Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. On this episode of How Do You Hustle, we talk to Nick White. He's a Brisbane-born, Sydney-based comedian who does stand-up, and he also has thousands of followers on social media, particularly from doing videos and impersonations on TikTok. I actually stumbled across him on there, and I watch every single video he posts. I find him so funny. So I really enjoyed this one, and I'm sure you all will too. I'd like to start the episode by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which I'm recording, the Yugambeh people, and paying respects to elders past, present, and emerging. On today's episode of How Do You Hustle, we have comedian Nick White on the show. I'm so excited to have you on. How are you, Nick? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So the people that maybe don't recognize you or obviously listening to this podcast um, and haven't heard of you. Tell us what you do, basically. And I know I stumbled across you on TikTok, and I must admit, you are one of my favorite people to watch. I literally like everything you post. Um, oh, so, so, can good. you kind of tell us about your what what you do on TikTok as well? Yeah, yeah, cool. Um, so, I started out as a stand up comedian almost five years ago, and then. But just, you know, on the side, because I work full time in architecture. But yeah, I started TikTok last year in about April or May. And then, yeah, I kind of blew up at the start of this year in February. Um, my friend Tilly and I did a series called How American TV Sounded as an Australian Kid. And that is kind of what kicked us off, like kickstarted everything. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, every now and then I'll just come up with a new character back in june i came up with working with that co-worker and for me that's kind of what blew up the most for me so far and it's yeah yeah i must admit i that's where i found you you popped up um i think because i follow a lot of those like you know changing your career and like those aspirational career like you know five to nine outside of your nine to five um, episodes mm. and things like that. So I think you must have been tailored to that. And then you popped up um, on my algorithm and I was like obsessed because oh, that's funny. you actually remind me so much of when I worked. I actually worked in corporate um, for like mm. four years in like communications. And you remind me so much of one of these like old old guys that I was like kind of one of my clients in a really like old fashioned kind of corporate office. And he 
actually spoke exactly the same. And you say the like for that one, I'm just going to get you mm. to help me on that one. And oh, just the delegation of everything is just like so spot on. I love that character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's so annoying. Well, yeah, I actually haven't I haven't said whether they're male or female because I wanted oh, true. the viewer to kind of, because everyone knows a co-worker like that and I want the yeah. viewer to associate it with the person they know so I think I'm starting to see them as a man just because I play him and I've been doing the character for so long now that he's really developed in my mind I mean I'm calling it he right now but for a long time they were genderless and I still think they are but I think they um, are too yeah I I've definitely had female co-workers exactly the same now that you mention it I mean yeah absolutely but it's probably reminding me more of one of them actually but it's just that like so spot on and it's just freaky um <laughs> yeah. and like I'm trying to think oh the like when you're in the office like do 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 so anyway um when someone's explaining something it's just so spot on anyone that hasn't seen that other co-worker with Nick on TikTok definitely uh go check it out so I might just ask like off the back of that um I feel like we have to cover it so what was kind of the inspiration um, for that character and maybe the other American um, like sort of series that you did and maybe give our listeners a little sample of a couple of the different characters that you do do if you feel comfortable. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm just, I've always been very observant and like I, I've always been able to do impressions since I was a kid. And I think it's because I just didn't fit in as a kid or as a teenager and I was always just like watching people trying to learn like how do I fit in um so I I'm I'm really like observant of people's traits and mannerisms and tones and like accents everything um and that co-worker just started I don't know like I mean I worked at Woolworths for like six years and there was always like the do you want a receipt with that one and like that one was always something that I'm like just sounds so fake and like unnecessary and you know um and I like to just do annoying characters to annoy my friends. And then, yeah, I was literally working from home one day. And sometimes I just talk out loud to myself. I'll be like, okay, I'm just going to move that one. I'm just going to do. And then I was like, I'm just going to film this. So I just filmed it. I was like, what I might get you to do for that one. And then every video I did of that character, it just got more extreme. And now the character's at a point where they're just like deranged. They'll be like, sorry. <laughs> what I'm going to get you to draw for that one. Draw, draw, draw. Yeah. Like they have so many weird little laughs and like they do this laugh now, but they're like, <laughs> that only started a few weeks ago. Like they're just getting weirder and weirder. I've but, seen um, the progression, but I love it. I'm yeah. I like it too. Like, and I got a comment once that was like, oh, you should have kept it subtle. That's what I liked the most. It was funny. I'm like, I don't decide how this character evolves. It just happens. I just do whatever feels right. <laughs> Take it so, on yeah. a mind of its own kind character. Of. Um, yeah. yeah. And I think like the key to your content is it is very relatable, but like, I know you have another character, um, which is the American guy that does like story time. And oh yeah, yeah. I always crack off at that because on my TikTok, there's guys who actually do that or, or girls as well, um, who are like, okay, so story time. And that's how they start. And I just like laugh because it's so yeah. realistic and relatable. 
and they always just like because yeah I lived in America for two and a half years right. and so did my fr my friend Tilly lived there for a year and that's how we started the American videos because we just like we just loved saying funny American terms and words when we lived there like and then it just kept evolving and then the story time ones I would just always see them I'm like why are they so descriptive and they always have to be like <laughs> It's when I was in junior, senior year of my sophomore, freshman. It's like, it doesn't matter. Like, just get to it, you know, but. It's um, not relevant yeah. to the story at all. Yeah, <laughs> just like get to the point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I love it. Um, so before you sort of took off on TikTok, you said you were doing um, stand up. And yeah, that was one of my questions. Like, do you think that that. Um, you know, progression of your, I guess, content on TikTok has like helped your comedy or like, obviously you said you were doing it before. Has it like kind of um, increased a bit more now? Like walk us through that. Um, it's definitely changed how I approach stand up in a few ways. I'd say one of the biggest ways is just um, being more confident in my comedy. Like I've always known I'm good at comedy <clears throat> and that I'm funny, but like it's still easy to doubt yourself, especially with stand up when Definitely. you're in a lineup with, you know, 10 other people and you're comparing yourself to them. But then, you know, when you, I think TikTok for me at this point now, I don't really think about how, how will this be perceived? I just do what I want because I know people enjoy it. Yeah. And that's been a big confidence boost because it's like, I know that people enjoy my comedy and even if I bomb in this room I am still confident in my comedy because I know I have this audience that tell me they enjoy it so it's helped with confidence and then it's also kind of helped with my um kind of what material I do like I still do a lot of my same jokes but uh because even when I'm talking with friends in real life I slip in, in and out of characters a lot just like yeah little accents little like jerry like co-worker things where i'm like yeah <laughs> and then so i do that i do that on stage more now where i'll just kind yeah. of have more fun with it and like i did a show in brisbane i saw i really wanted to yeah. go yeah yeah it was good are you in brisbane i am on the gold coast i was in melbourne oh, before right, that right, but right. yeah i'm a queensland girl i think you're from oh, okay as well aren't you yeah i'm from yeah brisbane. originally yeah. yeah do you, yeah, are you yeah. still living here i live in sydney all right. Okay. Yeah. But um, it was good though, because like that's the first show that I've done where like most of the tickets were bought by like fans from TikTok. So I, I was like, that. okay, I have to do some of my TikTok characters. And it was really fun and people liked it. So yeah. I think from this point forward, it's also going to change what I do on stage, which for me is a good thing because I and I love doing my characters and um, it's good to have a fan base that know the characters now. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I guess it gives you like that point of difference. Like people, be, like, obviously there's pros and cons that come with being known for some, like a certain character that, you know, that you're obviously a bit yeah. tied to that now, but I think like it's that point of difference and that recognition for people, which kind of sets you apart. Why do you think like that office character is the character people really connect with? Like it's kind of random, but yeah, in your mind, why do you think it is, it has taken off and like people really connect to that? I mean, yeah, I definitely don't fully know why, but <laughs> I think it is because there's a surprising amount of people in real life that are like that. And they really, 
I don't want to say they don't have a personality, but like they really make their job. Their like whole their, I mean, it's it's good to be passionate about your job, but it's for them, it's more of a like power trip thing. And it's more of a like, Agreed. like, look how good I am at this one. Yeah. And it's like, and like, I don't yeah, actually I don't need to do any of the work. You're going to do it all for me for that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Like, I think, I think the reason I started that character is because there was just one day when I was just like, kind of cringing at people that take themselves so seriously at work. And I was just like, a bit, it's a, yeah. Every character I do, or even every joke I do, is just to kind of like process something I'm annoyed at at the time to yes. just like get it out. Like, even yeah. the guy that I do who's like um guy who only has a following because he's hot. I was literally yeah, watching a live one. of yeah. a hot guy who said something homophobic. And I was just like, why? You shouldn't even have a following. And then I was just like, I'm just going to make a video about it. And now it's a character. So like, yeah, it's just, yeah, I don't know. I think it's because everyone knows someone uh-huh. who's like that and like the little ca- like characteristics that just irk them. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And like it is. And I feel like um it's Jerry, isn't it? I feel like. He's yeah. such a, well, they are such a like stickler for the rules. And like, these are the rules. Yeah. We, we have to stick to them. And there's always someone in every office and everyone else is just like, oh, chill. Like we can, we can yeah. go on a break. That's more than half an hour. <laughs> yeah, just relax. Yeah, relax a little bit. Um. <laughs> if you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
Alright, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. Yeah, and I was going to just ask as well, I know you mentioned you work in architecture. So, yeah, do you obviously you still do that career and, and you love it? And then this this podcast is about, I guess, people who are kind of creating their own career paths in a more modern, you know, day and age, having side hustles, um, starting their own businesses, you know, yours is obviously quite a um, diverse and like unique kind of career that you're creating for yourself as well as your nine to five. Um, Mm. So yeah, like how do you kind of juggle that? And like, do you still find that there's parts of your other job that like you get something out of that maybe you don't get out of, you know, the more creative side? Mm. Um, It's yeah, it's very tricky. I mean, I work for like a great company. I've only been there for about just over a year. I started in June last year. Um, And I love working there and I love like going there just because they really hire people based on their personality. So everyone just vibes. Like it's a great great. social environment. Um, But definitely I'd say at least this year, my head has just been so in comedy like comedy has been my main passion at least for like the last five years or four years yeah um and you know I like my job and I try my best but comedy is what I'm in love with and obviously like I was very lucky during the pandemic that I had this nine to five career that yeah that like was security and it was also it's a you know it's a interesting job I've always worked for good companies as well I guess with architecture it's an ongoing development of, you know, you need to work towards your registration and things like that, which probably I am, I'm not at the same level as a lot of people who might be at my level of experience working towards those things, just because I have this other thing that takes up yeah. a lot of my time. But um, I'm fine with that because I know that at this point in my life, they're both important. Do they know about like your other side hustle as well? Yeah. I mean, I think they all do. I do. <laughs> Well, yeah, I had to do a get to know you presentation back in April and I told them I do stand up. And then since then, I mean, yeah, they know. I mean, some of them are in my TikToks. Yeah, I saw a video. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I don't know if like the people at the top know, like the principals know. (laughs) Probably um, not, but I mean. I don't know. But um, yeah, I, I don't think it's like really getting in the way of my job. You know, I, I do leave at 5.30 every day because I'm like, but, I, you know, I do gigs and I mm. have things that I need to, like, talk to my manager. I need to look in, <clears throat> into things and, you know, things like this, like podcast. And there's always something I need to go home for. So that's, that's where I was kind of saying I don't put my extra time into developing that career at the moment. It's more my comedy career. I put yeah. those hours and that energy into and I think that's more common these days. Like a lot of people have a side hustle and, you know, mm. they're not, you know, the, the days of the eight till six are kind of changing for a lot of people, I think. Yeah, totally. Um, so what was also, I was going to ask, what was your very first job? Like where did you work? Like in the very early stages of your 
you know, uni or school job? Um, what was that just out of interest? Well, <clears throat> my very first job, I don't know if it counts, but <laughs> I worked at that chicken shop Leonard's, but I worked, I, I only worked like two shifts because the, the boss was, a was like, no, no, he was like, I think he's in jail now. I heard he's in jail because oh. he wasn't paying taxes. Like, he was an evil man. He made me put my hand in like a bucket of boiling water. And I remember I worked with this other kid and he's like, no one ever lasts more than a month here. And I'm like, why are you bragging about that? Like, that's, that's bad. But yeah. Um, other than Leonard's, I worked at Woolworths for six years. That was my Oh, you said job. that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I liked it. Woolworths was like, you know, it was fine. Yeah, it was good. Pretty good, like early job. Um, yeah. So I was going to ask, like, Obviously, your TikTok has gone crazy. You have more than 60,000 followers. Did you ever expect that to happen when you kind of started out um, initially doing it? Uh, I mean, I used to see people do things on TikTok when I was starting out. And I was like, I could do that. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I used to think I maybe. But then, you know, my early content didn't ever do very well. And I think it's when I realized you just, you just have to not care what people think. Like, yeah. and that's what I'm realizing with my standup now. You just have to do what you find funny. Like, yeah. and once I started doing that and I started realizing that was successful, then I was like, oh yeah, I can see myself building a following. But yeah, if you told me a year ago, I'd have 64,000 followers, I'd probably be like, that's crazy. Like, but yeah, once you kind of realize how it works, you just have to be yourself and, and post a lot. You know, I, I, I know that I'm good at characters and I know that yeah. I'm funny. Like that's the one thing in my life that I'm confident sure. about in myself that I'm funny. Like, so I'm like, I, I can do what other people in there are doing, but I just had to kind of find the formula. And then now, mm-hmm. yeah, now it's, I love TikTok. Like, oh, it's so it, fun. It isn't sounds it? silly, but I go on TikTok live at least like twice a week. I just talk to everyone. <laughs> like, it's just fun. It's I really it. enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I think it's really changed the game, right? Like I was thinking about this today. Like there's so many people that blown up on TikTok that maybe never would have had a platform if it was just on Instagram because it's not filtered Mm. enough and not perfect enough. And I kind of love, I'm definitely like one of those millennials that they probably say shouldn't be on there, but Mm. I am on there and I love it. Yeah, (laughs) same. Like, I just think it's just more like authentic and like yeah sometimes there's like as you said some of those videos of those like hot guys are just clearly just on there because they're hot but (laughs) um (laughs) but there's also like just I feel like this niche and this audience and this content that everyone was like kind of hungry for that's now coming I go on there to escape the day and like get my fix of humor and um yeah yeah I'm like grateful yeah it's nice to just like yeah and it's a bit of everything and it's just it's just, yeah, more realness, I guess. It's less, yeah, it's just authentic, I guess, is it? Authentic, yeah. yeah. Um, and so what advice would you have to someone maybe in your same position a couple of years ago that's like thinking about starting comedy or um, starting doing silly fun videos on TikTok? Like what would you say to them? Um, I would just say, I'd say, I think there's two main things. The first one is trust your own sense of humor. Mm -hmm. Like trust. Yeah. Trust what you find funny and don't try to think 
oh, what can I make that people will find funny? Like, just do what you find funny because if you're doing what you'll find funny, then you'll have fun. Yeah, Yeah. and and someone else will. But yeah, it's kind of like if you're doing stuff that you find funny, because like, you know, my friend Tilly. Yeah, I've watched her as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because like, you know, we love our TikToks because we're proud of them because we find them genuinely funny and we'll talk about our characters all the time. We'll be like, Cody would do this, Mackenzie would do that, Jerry would do that. You know, we're passionate about it. And I think if you're doing it to try to build a following, to try to go viral, trying to appeal to people, but it's not authentic, you're not enjoying it, it won't work. Like, I just think do what you find funny, make sure you're enjoying it. Like, that's for stand up as well. Like, if you're doing it and it doesn't feel good and it feels like hard work, I mean, it does feel like hard work sometimes. I'm not going to lie. Like, you got to put work in. Yeah. But you should be enjoying it. So I'd say, yeah, trust your trust your sense of humor. Um, do what feels funny to you and make sure you're enjoying it. That's what I'd say. I love that advice. And I think like mm-hmm. that's the same with a lot of things as well. Like if yeah. you're starting a business, like you don't want to be coming from a place of like, you know, stress and like putting out content yeah. that you don't or products that you don't even care about. Like you've got to. Yeah, Totally have the why and the care behind what you're doing. So I love that advice. And I think it's applicable for a lot mm. of things, but yeah, definitely social media. Um, so I guess what's next. And then we'll go into quickly plugging anything you have coming up. Like what's next for Nick? Look, that's a good <laughs> question. Um, it's so hard to say, like even, you know, two or three months ago, that's the thing with TikTok, I guess, as well. Like your audience can build so fast that career opportunities can come up that you just don't know. Like it's, and it's exciting in, in that sense. But yeah, it's hard to make a plan. But I guess, um, yeah, it's also hard to say which path my career will go down. But I, yeah. I'll just say that I love comedy and yeah. anything that happens in comedy or acting even. Like, you know, I've, yeah. you know I didn't even do drama at school because I was so shy. But yeah like I was really it's because I was gay and I was like scared and didn't want anyone to notice me and stuff like that but you know I've always had a passion for making people laugh and just embodying different characters so uh you know I've I've management now and they're encouraging me to get on casting websites and so it's so it's really hard to know like what's going to happen um sounds like you know yeah I'm open and it's also like I enjoy TikTok and stand-up basically an equal amount at the moment so I'm doing festivals next year I'm going to apply for like Adelaide and Melbourne um and yeah I'm very open to whatever happens as long as I'm enjoying it I'm just going to keep doing it yeah yeah pretty much space um and I was going to say that as well like I love how open you are on you know your um social media as well I've noticed, you know, you speak for the queer community and you, you're so open about it. And I think that, that the power that has to an audience that size is just amazing. And I love it. Yeah. And, you know, I think, think about you know, young you. like Exactly. You know, like when I was young, I just, up until my mid-20s, like I, was, I had this huge secret. And now I'm just at this point where I'm open about everything. Like I hate amazing. keeping secrets now. I hate keeping things in. So like my mental health, my sexuality, like everything is out in the open because nothing is, you know, I'm comfortable with everything about myself now. And I think that's important for people to see so that they can feel more comfortable. And 
yeah, I like that. I like having an audience for that reason as well. That I That's can amazing. I can help anyone out who was like me younger. It's yeah, it feels good. And I think like I just got like goosebumps. I think you know, that's part of your why and like, keep doing it. And like, I just think like the power, that's what I mean about TikTok, like the power that mm. having all these people speak out openly about mental health, you know, um, their sexuality, everything is just on the table. And I think that's so good for the next generation to see. I really do. Yeah, totally. So if anyone would like to check out your profiles or um, Jerry, go check out Jerry or... Any, anyone else, where would you where would you like them to go? Uh, so for TikTok, my username is Miss Nikki Wanty, which is so silly. That's when I didn't think I nothing would happen on TikTok. But yeah, I think if you, you just search my name, it. Nick White. Yeah. yeah, I can't change it. But um, yeah, Nick White. Um, if you search Nick White on TikTok, I think I come up. And then Instagram, I'm Nick White 49. Um, yeah, I post like, most of my video content to tiktok but then instagram i post more information about shows like stand-up shows and gigs like local gigs as well and um yeah i'd say that's where you should go to follow me love that and do you have anything coming up that you'd like to plug or anything else that you want to say i'm posting about my sydney fringe show at the moment that starts on september 29th and we're doing October 1st and October 2nd as well. I'm doing a split show with my friend John Robles at the Factory Theatre. And it's called Something Gay. Because we were like, what should we call it? And we're like, let's call it Something Gay. And then we just stuck with that. I love that. Amazing. Well, thanks so much for doing thank that you. one. <laughs> no worries for that one. Yeah, thanking you. It yeah. was amazing to meet you, Jerry. I'm sorry we've run a bit late. You probably have to get back to work. <laughs> I'm busy, busy. Yeah. Um, thank you so much, Nick. And um, yeah, I'm excited to see where it all takes you. Thank you. Thank you so much. This was fun. Nick is just great, isn't he? I just think everything he said just resonated so much. He's a great example of someone who is carving out a modern career for themselves. Yeah, it's really cool to see. And I think the power of social media and just how quickly it's all changing, the opportunities coming up for people is really something we're going to see over the coming years. Like we discussed, it's sort of interesting seeing that more authentic side or more genuine side of people needing to come through. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you would like to support us, follow us on Spotify, Samsung Podcasts or Apple Podcasts. Give us a rating. Also, you can follow us at How Do You Hustle on TikTok or Instagram. Uh, we're also posting our videos to YouTube now, so check that out. If you're looking for social media management, podcast production assistance, you should look no further than Word on the Street Press. Go to the website www.wordonthestreetpress.com and get in touch for social media support or podcast support. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 